Good morning and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're excited that you're on the call with us this morning. And uh, we look forward to this call every Wednesday. And we look forward to everybody that shows up on here uh, being here with us and, and uh, getting their Wednesday started out the, the uh, way that we feel like is the best way for us to do that. And uh, if you uh, get that text reminder and you want to invite somebody, just to forward that on to everybody and uh, or anybody you'd want to. They can dial directly in with that call-in number with no access code needed. And uh, today, Jacob James will be leading our devotional, and I'll turn it over to Jacob now. Thanks, Michael. Good morning, everybody. Um, before I get started, i just share this uh, pretty cool thing. That um, probably, a while back, I didn't think it was so cool, but um, last night um, I got to coach and play Little League Baseball with my six-year-old, and uh, you know, I got to think, and last year that wasn't even possible, and how sometimes you know we all take things for granted, and so uh, what a beautiful gift from God that we were able to just have fellowship, and, and you can do that with baseball, and there's smiling kids, smiling parents, um, nobody was social distanced, <laughs> uh, I never will believe ever, ever, knowing a loving God that we know, and knowing his word, there's nothing socially distanced about our God, and you can take that to the bank. Um, you know, every year, uh, about this time, um, right before Easter, our pastor reminds us, and he asks us never to forget this. And I get to hear this every year, and it never gets old. Um, but he says, the nails didn't hold Jesus to the cross. Only his great love for us kept him there. It wasn't the nails, but it was Jesus' love, God's love for us that kept him there. And uh, you know what I realized? Uh, that it's not just good and poetic lip service from a great pastor, but it's real. And every single word of it is true. And uh, and Jesus said it himself. Um, he didn't need our pastor to say it. He demonstrated it. But in John 10, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd sacrifices his life. So sacrifice his very own life for the sheep. And no one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. For I have authority to lay it down when I want to and also take it up again when I want to. So Jesus willingly allowed himself to be murdered. You have to let that sink in. It was his will. Because it was the only way he could satisfy God's perfect love. But not only his perfect love, what is often missed is that he also satisfied God's perfect justice. So at the cross, simultaneously, Perfect love and perfect justice met. You see, if God was just all love, all he was about was love, well, then he can just love us all, but he'd never care what we do. And then everything would just fall to pieces. But if he's only justice, then God is only about vengeance. And then we ask ourselves, well, does God really care about me? And I hope that makes sense to you. I hope you understand that God can't say, I don't care about your sin. Because he does. Because he's a perfectly just God. And he doesn't want to destroy us. Because he's a perfectly loving God. 
So in order to satisfy God's justice, somebody had to pay for our sin. And that's why Jesus came into the world, the Son of God, like us in every way but without sin. And because he loved us, Jesus said, I'll pay for the penalty for all the sins, for your sin. And right then and there, he satisfied God's justice and God's love at the same time. And I love how the psalmist puts this. In Psalms 8510, he describes it so wonderfully. He says, unfailing love and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. Right here at the cross, justice and love satisfied. My friends, that's Easter. Jesus said, I'll pay the penalty for all of you out of my great love. Listen to how the Apostle Paul describes it. He basically puts Easter in these terms. And um, let this sink in. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. And so now we rejoice in our wonderful new relationship. Because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends. Friends with God. And that's something to celebrate. And that's why we celebrate Easter. There's a man named John Plummer. And John Plummer napalmed a village in Vietnam. And they told John Plummer, before he did it, they said, this village is empty, John. Go ahead and napalm it. And then shortly after, there was a Pulitzer Prize picture of a little girl running out of that very village with her back on fire. It was in all the newspapers, all the major magazines. And John Plummer's life did not work after that day. He became an alcoholic and he drank constantly couldn't hold a job, he couldn't hold his family together, went through two marriages, broken family after broken relationship. John Plummer was lonely, hurt, and he carried that guilt for years. And then John Plummer, in 1990s, he found out that that little girl, now grown up, was going to be the Grand Marshal of a Veterans Day parade in New York City. And so he drove hundreds and hundreds of miles to go see her, but he couldn't find her. And he ended up finding out she lived in Montreal, Canada, and he drove even further. He finally pulled up to her house, and he knocked on her door. And it was right there that John Plummer met and he discovered the love of Jesus. When that woman said, I forgive you. John Plummer right there, right then, 
was on the front row of God's amazing grace, the altar of forgiveness, where his tears were wiped away by a perfectly loving and perfectly just God. John Plummer went on to be a United Methodist minister because he wanted the whole world to experience this love and this forgiveness that restored his life. You know, every one of us has a story. God's fingerprints are all over your story, all over your life. And God wants to use you to draw people to him. Just like he used this woman's grace and this woman's forgiveness to point John Plummer to Jesus. You know, this week is a challenge. Holy Week, the week of Easter. Right now, will you just write down one person? I do this, and I love doing this, and maybe you do this too. Write down one person, one of your coworkers, maybe one of your neighbors, friends, maybe somebody in your family. I mean, you can pray for. What a wonderful thing that we can pray for other people. That's a gift. Maybe you already do that. Maybe a challenge for you this week is I'll invite someone to Easter service this Sunday. Maybe there's a John Plummer in my neighborhood that needs Jesus, needs to be on the altar of forgiveness, the front row of grace. Well, maybe this week, maybe the challenge for you before Easter is just to be God's ambassador by showing love and kindness and being a blessing to someone this week. And someone smiled, and someone felt the presence of Jesus through you. Father God, there are John Plumbers all around us. And God, if we know your love, God, if we know your mercy, and we know your grace, why would we not share that? The girl from Vietnam, she shared your great love. And, Father, you restored a life, and there are hurting people all around us. God, we should never keep that in. Father, may we never fail to share your love. It's life-changing, life-restoring. Father, we thank you this morning that we can come together in your presence. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.